This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You're listening to MLB.com Extras, brought to you by MLB.tv. It's baseball everywhere. Hey everyone, welcome to MLB.com Extras. I'm Alexa Dad, and today we are talking Cardinals baseball. We bring in Cards reporter for MLB.com, Jennifer Langosh. And Jennifer, because this entire podcast is really just about me, honestly, let's discuss my hot take from last week that Tommy Pham is going to be the 2018 NL MVP. What are your thoughts? I like it, Alexa. I like the bold <laughs> prediction. And I know Tommy was very excited as well. And it was cool to see that you guys uh, were able to have him on your show this week. But no, I mean, I think Tommy Pham, he certainly surprised a lot of people last year. And, you know, you look at the numbers that he posted at the end of the season, his numbers, his production was right up there with the MVPs from last year. You know, you look at a batting average above 300 an on base percentage above 400 and a slugging percentage above 500, um, very rare territory. So it's been fun to kind of follow Tommy Pham through his Instagram profile this off season and see the work that he's been doing. He's driven to be even better than he was last year. Key for him, of course, is staying healthy, keeping the vision issues under control. Um, and I think, you know, being protected by the likes of Marcelo Zuna and Matt Carpenter in the lineup should only help his production. So I like it. I think my team MVP pick would probably be Marcelo Zuna at this point. But between the two of them, the Cardinals certainly have a dynamic outfield. Yeah, absolutely. I'm excited actually to see all three of them. Dexter Fowler, I think, you know, they're going to be a trio to watch and uh, to keep an eye on for sure. And making this Cardinals team exciting. I mean, a lot of times, you know, baseball teams, they're fun to watch. But I feel like this is going to kick it up a notch for the cards. Uh, Tommy Pham predicted 20 wins for Carlos Martinez this year. I know he's really excited uh, watching Carlos and he loves watching him pitch. How likely is that to happen? I know it's a, it's a hot take for sure, but that's what we asked him for. Yeah, I don't think it's that far-fetched. I mean, Carlos Martinez is a guy who the Cardinals the last couple of years have really been waiting to see take that next step forward. I mean, he is somebody who has the type of repertoire that, that you can imagine him being in the Cy Young conversation at the end of the year. You know, last year, a little bit disappointing. He still put up terrific numbers, but maybe not um, the kind of the ace-like type numbers that a lot of folks expected. A lot of that was kind of due to his own defensive issues, which complicated innings along the way and some first-inning troubles. So I think if Carlos can correct those two things, um, continue to trust Yachty. I mean, they work so well together and have the last couple of years. You know, the sky's the limit for this kid, and he is somebody who the Cardinals, again, truly believe can be a number one type starter in this rotation for the long term. 20 wins, I don't think it's out of their own possibility at all. Yeah, pretty crazy that he could join some elite company over the last few years to be able to, to do it. Uh, it would be nice to be able to see that. All right, this offseason, the team added Luke Gregerson and Marcelo Zuna, as we know. Their most glaring need right now seems to be their pen. What are the chances that they maybe sign like a Greg Holland or even trade for Alex Colomay? I don't think it's going to happen. I mean, I think the Cardinals really believe that what they have in the bullpen can get them through. Now, that being said, you know, I think it surprised some of us that they didn't go out and get a proven closer. I mean, that was an issue the ninth inning last year 
for this team and one of the reasons they fell short of, of playing in October. Um, they did go out and get Luke Gregerson. Right now it sounds like he is going to get the first opportunity to close coming into spring training. But, you know, behind him you have, you know, other options. You have a Tyler Lyons who emerged as a key late-inning guy last year. You have Brett Cecil, John Brebbia, Matt Bowman, who all pitched in high-leverage spots a year ago. And coming back from Tommy John's surgery, kind of the wild card in all of this, is, of course, Alex Reyes, who may be plugged into the bullpen um, before he's back in the rotation. So Cardinals kind of believe they can mix and match there. It's a risk, certainly. Uh, they do have to hope that some of these young pitchers do perform. The issue, you know, that the Cardinals see with going after Greg Holland, for instance, is they're just not willing to commit the sort of dollars and years that Holland is looking for. It's a volatile position. Um, projecting kind of year-to-year performance is really tough for a closer, and the Cardinals, again, believe that their internal options are just as good bets as going outside the organization. So maybe they might add kind of a fringe sort of reliever from here between now and spring training, but I just don't think they're going to go out and get one of those big names. All right, so you mentioned Alex Reyes, and he's obviously coming back from Tommy John. What does the team need from him in order to consider this season a successful one for Alex Reyes? Yeah, I mean, I think staying healthy is first and foremost. You know, Alex has had a very um, easy kind of normal recovery from Tommy John surgery. He's just about at that 12-month mark. That being said, the Cardinals still want to take things extra cautious with him and as they should with a, a young pitching prospect with that type of potential. Um, so I don't think we're going to see Alex Reyes pitch until probably about early May. And then at that point, the Cardinals really do want to watch his innings count. So uh, if the rotation is stabilized at that point, I would expect we're going to see Alex Reyes in the bullpen where um, he could wear a number of different hats. As I mentioned, he could be a closer option. If the Cardinals have a need there, he could certainly slot in as a late inning guy when you kind of envision that triple digit fastball along with the curveball and changeup that he possesses. And, you know, the Cardinals also kind of like the idea of using him as a swingman in the middle to get out of tough spots, pitch multiple innings and be that bridge from a starter to, to your back end guys. So I envision that's how he'll start. And then certainly if there's a need in the rotation as the year goes on, Alex Reyes is earmarked as a starter for the long term. but he can get through this year healthy. And if the Cardinals can monitor his innings, um, and I think it would be a success for him. And he is, I, mean, I mentioned you know, him as a wild card earlier. He is a big part of this team and the flexibility the Cardinals have and how they use him is something they're really excited to see play out. How set is their starting rotation right now, especially with the way the market is playing out? Because I feel like a lot of teams who have their rotations pretty much set still are keeping an eye and an ear open to the market because of the way it's gone on. It's just so slow and there are so many guys out there. Prices might be dropping. Uh, you know, why not bring back a Lance Lynn? What are their, you know, uh, what's their situation looking like in terms of their starting rotation? Yeah, I wouldn't put it past the Cardinals to make a late move for a starting pitcher. That being said, I, I also don't think it's likely at this point. I mean, they really, um, of course, you have Carlos Martinez coming back, Michael Walker. You look at those two guys kind of anchoring the top of the rotation. Adam Wainwright, um, he's a big X factor for this team, in my opinion. He's coming back from another procedure on his elbow, coming off of two you know, subpar years. Uh, the Cardinals want to give him, of course, every chance to show that he is healthy and effective again. And uh, they did go out and sign Miles Michaelis, who pitched three years, the last three years in Japan, and pitched very well out there. That's kind of the guy that they see as a replacement for Lance Lynn, somebody who can throw strikes and gobble up innings, and that's what Michaelis can be. And then that fifth spot, uh, right now, it looks like it belongs to Luke Weaver, and deservedly so. I mean, we watched what Luke was able to do the last two months of last season when he came up from the minors. Um, and he shined. So uh, you have Luke Weaver kind of for that fifth spot, and then you have depth behind him with a Jack Flaherty or an Alex Reyes, who I mentioned earlier, Dakota Hudson. The Cardinals 
the Cardinals really like the young pitching talent that they have, and it's one of the reasons that they haven't necessarily jumped you know, feet first into that free agent market because they don't want to block some of these young pitchers from having opportunities. So um, it's possible that they still make an addition, especially if asking prices continue to drop. Um, but right now the Cardinals do feel confident with at least what they have. I'm just excited about the Lizard King. I'm really, that story was one of the best things this offseason, I'm telling you. Uh, you know, and just listening to him talk about it, he's like, all right, I'm kind of over in the nickname. I'm like, yeah, but the rest of us just kind of figured it out. So you got to give us a second just to kind of digest this, uh, no pun intended. So I thought that that was, uh, that was a lot of fun. So how are the offseason additions by the other teams in the division, what the Brewers are doing, what the Cubs are doing, affecting the Cardinals' plans this winter? Yeah, it certainly puts the Cardinals on notice. I mean, this is the first time, you know, that I can remember in recent memory that coming into the year, there are three teams in this division um, that seem like serious contenders, you know, for the postseason. I think last year, you know, of course, Milwaukee became that, but it was a little bit of a surprise. You know, that being said, the Cardinals have always said they don't operate um, necessarily because they see what other teams in their division are doing. But I think it's going to be fascinating these next couple weeks. I still expect the Cubs to go out and add a starting pitcher, and I expect the Brewers to go out and add a starting pitcher. And if both of those teams kind of add a dynamic arm to their rotation, I don't think it's unfeasible to, to kind of put the Cardinals as number three in that division going into the season. So, um, yeah, it's going to be tough. The Cardinals have not missed the postseason three consecutive years since the 1990s. So that's, you know, that's kind of unacceptable here in, in St. Louis. But they've got some tough competition ahead of them, and it's certainly going to start within that division. As it stands right now, what do you think their playoff chances are at the Cardinals? You know, I, right now I look at them as not necessarily the favorites of the NL Central, but certainly good enough to be able to grab one of those wild card spots. Um, you know, a lot of it's going to, of course, depend on health. And I think for me, for me as I look at this team, um, the pitching it remains the biggest question mark. I like the offense they've put together. I think when you look at a lineup that includes up top, you know, a Fowler, a Pham, a Carpenter, and Ozuna, that's as good as you're going to find up top anywhere in the league. It's going to come down to their pitching. Can they stabilize things in the late innings without a defined closer? Can Adam Wainwright come back and have a solid season? If, if those questions are answered positively for this Cardinals team, um, certainly I think they can approach 90 wins. If they're not, however, um, this could be a tough uphill climb, especially with the way Milwaukee and Chicago have built their rosters. Yeah, absolutely. It's going to be a great season for the NL Central. All right, Jennifer, thank you so much for joining us. That's going to do it for us here on MLB.com Extras, our Cardinals edition. We will be back next week with a brand new episode, so make sure you stay tuned. Thanks, Jennifer. Appreciate you joining us. Yeah, thanks for having me. 